guys. It's Lucia, Katrina, and Maggie, the Fashionistas podcast. And we're so excited to have our first episode talking about fashion, specifically in social media today. So before we get started, I just want to, you know, spit some ideas about what we think fashion is to ourselves. For me, fashion just allows me to feel my best and step out of the house and hopefully everyone will look at me and be like, wow, she's looking amazing. What about you, Lucia? What are you thinking? I think to go along with what you're saying, it's really just the easiest way for me to express myself. And while I know I can no way know a person based on just what they're wearing, it is kind of the only thing I can judge and the first thing that my eyes are going to look at. So whether it's fair or not, I think it's really important that you do use fashion to kind of express who who you want to be and what you want to put out there. Yeah, I think that fashion is a great way to express your individuality and a way to look good and feel good and get creative and just have it be a fun thing. Today, the podcast topic we will be discussing is how social media affect the fashion industry, both in high fashion, the stuff meant for the 1% and the brands that we see on our day-to-day basis. So to go along with that, we will take a closer look on how it has affected our individuality. Does it make it easier to stand out or does it make everyone blend in? So I think that when we talk about social media, we have to keep in mind that our generation and maybe a little bit older, but really our generation is the first one to grow up and have social media played a part in our whole lives. For example, Instagram was created in 2010, making us seven. And so we really did have social media growing up with us and getting bigger and getting more influential as we got older. So when I think of my free time and I think of what I do a lot of it is just spending a lot of time on apps before I go to bed I'm browsing through Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok and I'm looking at what everybody else is doing and with that what they're wearing. Yeah Lucia we spend a lot of time on social media and I love seeing different people's styles and stuff that they post and I always comment asking where they got their clothes or DM them trying to expand my own wardrobe or even like TikToks of famous people they're wearing cute clothes, I'll go to the comments. And a lot of them would be about like, oh my gosh, cute dress, where'd you get it from? And then I'll go to that website and start browsing their clothes. Yeah, I do that all the time, honestly. And I'll honestly just get sucked into a loophole of online shopping, which probably is not good for my bank account. But um, personally, I grew up with a mom as a stylist and I've always been encouraged to express myself through clothing. Speaking about my mom, she's actually here to join us today as our special guest, um, and we're really excited to have her. She is um, known as the wardrobe consultant. She has been doing this business for around 12 years. She um, has a social media part where she posts outfit of the days, things she's doing. Um, And then a second part is she actually goes and she'll shop with people and then go back to their houses and find outfits that go together. Without further ado, Hallie Abrams. So, Mrs. Abrams, can you just tell us a little bit about your philosophy surrounding social media and how it affects your business? I see the role of my personal social media as my engagement with my my potential clients. When I started social media, I think it was eight years ago, 10 years ago, my thought was I 
couldn't put an ad in a mag in Cleveland magazine or in a newspaper or a billboard on 480 and have people understand what I did. So I see social media as the way for people to get to understand who I am and what I do. And through that, then they have a comfort level in trusting my opinion and hiring me. So let's get into social media and the fashion industry. So when we're talking about social media's effect on the industry, I think one of the biggest things is that a brand must now have a personality. It's no longer okay just to have cute clothes because there's so many options that are coming to everybody's screams in seconds. So you have to have something that stands out. You have to be a likable brand with likable people following you and the right influencers posting your product. As Steph Yoka, an author for Vogue, explains it, brands invite customers to talk back, say what they like and what they don't. Yeah, I mean, if I just saw something on Instagram and it was just someone standing there with clothes, I wouldn't be immediately intrigued in. But if I saw a cute bathing suit and someone standing on a beach, I'd be more invited in almost. It's important that a brand has a personality because you'll see that and you'll be like, oh, that's uh, Zara's clothes. That's Gucci's clothes because that's the personality it has and it needs to stick with you. I was actually shopping at Adika last night and I noticed I was shopping in the woman's and they kept calling me babe and they kept being like, oh, this is a great choice for you, babe, like in the description. And it was just making me feel so like loved. <laughs> and it was just like the personality like that, just adding little things that'll connect you with your customers. It made me feel like I wanted to b actually buy that clothing. It's funny that you say that because a day or two ago, I was actually looking at Zara and I remember almost the opposite thing happened. I think that both of those websites have very similar clothes that are the same cuteness in my opinion but as I was scrolling through their website everything was kind of like blank and like bland there was a lot of white it was kind of confusing to go through which I know is kind of like their rep and yeah. while that's some people's almost aesthetic and they would like that they would like the plainness of it for me I kind of looked at them and were like even though I like your clothes this website doesn't invite me in it's not my my vibe. And then all of a sudden I didn't even want to shop there anymore. So it really does kind of impact the consumer in a new way that didn't really happen before social media. Yeah. And I, while you were talking, I brought up my text messages from Adika because I subscribed. <laughs> yesterday they texted me, this is why I started shopping. They texted me 50% off all tops, all about them upper body fits at half price. Say what? Hit it, hun. <laughs> Yeah. And I literally yeah. went right to the website. I'm like 50% off tops. <laughs> right. And it's in the way they said it was so exciting. It was like, you got a text from your friend being like, come shop with us. They called you hun. Like you were saying, it wasn't just a 50% off sign. Like there would have been in a magazine. It was like a personalized thing, or at least it felt personalized. Yeah. When we feel connected to the brand, this is good because it means the people can find a community within a store. Everyone that's shopping in this one place is quote unquote friends and a community. Um, you can feel good about where you're shopping and what you're wearing because it's a shared experience between the consumers. For example, 
I love working out and I have a ton of workout clothes. So people that work out have a ton of brands they love and they are almost exclusively worn by people who work out. So you almost know a little bit about a person by what they are wearing. And if you see someone else, for instance, repping Gymshark or Lulu and you're like, okay, like they probably went to a yoga class. Like, "Mm, I love a good yoga class. Like we'll probably fit in right with each other. And I think that as Lucia said in the beginning, um, seeing people and not judging them in a mean way, but judging them by what you see, you can almost become friends with that person and know that you're sharing a community with them from what you're wearing. And from there, who knows, you can become friends with them. It also brings people together. Like if I walk in somewhere and the girl's wearing a cute top, I will not hesitate to say something. People love getting complimented on their clothes because it is such an expression of individuality. Right. And I think that it's interesting because now you can have that immediate connection when you're not even in person. Like Maggie was saying that there are brands that are super exclusive and kind of are only worn by a certain group of people. And that gives that sense of community. But I think something that almost parallels that is the inclusivity that social media is able to give to people when you're scrolling on Instagram or you're just having an ad pop up while you're on Snapchat it's something that is available to everybody and you have the power to just go to their website and look at it right at your fingertips. You no longer have to walk into a store where you might feel judged if you don't feel like you fit the stereotype of who should shop there. You can do it all from the comfort of your home, which well to some people, I don't think is a big deal. But I think for a lot of people, there is this sometimes anxiety of not being the target audience that social media does get rid of. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that it honestly dissolves the status and eliteness that comes with these certain high-end brands. Um, and honestly, I think that for these high brands, on these high-end brands like Gucci and Louis Vuitton, they used to be only exclusively in stores, which made them so high-end and different. So Mrs. Abrams, Maggie was just saying it takes away the eliteness of some of these high-end brands. In your professional opinion, how do you think social media affects the retail landscape? So it's in some ways taking larger department stores out of it. I mean, with the death of Barney's is a great example. Mm -hmm. They used to literally find young designers and launch it. And if you got bought to be at Barney's, you knew you were made in the shade. Mm -hmm. That, again, it's a pro and a con. Uh, It's total double-edged sword because it doesn't, um, smaller brands can make it on their own. So that's a good thing, but having strong retail space and sort of retail guides like Saks Fifth Avenue and Barney's and Neiman Marcus, they're all very precarious right now. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's a con. Makes these stores that used to be so exclusive and that was their brand was being exclusive they're inclusive now. And do you think that that's a bad thing? Because when I see that, I think it's a good thing that now everybody has this opportunity to wear to wear whatever they want and get it however they want. And although it might change um, why the brand was made or like the reputation it has, I don't see that as a bad thing if it is including more people. Yeah, but... I think it like changes the idea of like what high-end fashion was supposed to be. Like you look used to look in like Vogue magazine and at all these things and you'd be like, wow, that's so amazing. Like I'm going to strive for that. I'm going to, you know, hopefully like one day when I make my own money, like I'll be able to um, 
take part of this like exclusive brand. I think that it's upsetting because all these high-end stores are not doing what they used to. Right. And I feel, I definitely understand where you're coming from. It makes everything feel more attainable, which I definitely think is true. I think it also just makes things feel more real instead of only these like supermodels and famous people holding a really nice purse. You also see a doctor or a lawyer or somebody that is, doesn't necessarily fit So to reiterate, brands now need more of a personality and specialized marketing tactics to attract buyers because they are seeing a huge variety of store options due to social media. These specialized markets create a targeted audience that acts like a community centered around these brands. Social media also takes out a certain exclusiveness that some brands strive for with their in-person shopping. But the industry isn't the only thing that social media affects, dot, dot, dot. Finishing the dot, 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 social media affects style. It affects my style, your style, everybody's style, but it affects it in different ways. I mean, I know for myself, I think that it has done a lot in making me have the confidence to not be held back, as you were saying, by what I'm wearing. When I was growing up, I always did consider myself to be a little bit different than most of my friends because I was friends with primarily white, white kids. And being brown, I thought that that was a huge deal. And I thought that it was weird that I was Indian and I was just looked different, like in pictures. So I totally used what I wore in fashion to fit in and I'd only wear what my friends wore and I wouldn't let myself do what I wanted until social media came into the picture and I got my phone and I had an Instagram for the first time and I saw that there were so many people doing so many different things. I've had a different experience than Lucia has, honestly. I feel like everything I'm wearing is so quote unquote basic and that no matter if I stretch out to be wearing more goth clothes or wearing more workout clothes or whatever. It's like, what I'm wearing isn't special. I think there's two sides of this. It's the this, the people who feel uncomfortable being like apart from the group and want like to see more people wearing things that they're wearing and feeling more comfortable and fitting in. And there's the side who wants to express themselves with fashion and stand out and be like special and like wearing what they feel and stuff like that. And then this like mob mentality of the like styles is taking away from this side of the, the fashion people. I completely agree. And honestly, like you see all these different people wearing different things and you're constantly like trying to be like what they're wearing and what they're doing. And you're constantly comparing yourself to these other um social media influencers or what other people are wearing and then you buy it and it doesn't look the same on you and then you just start feeling bad for yourself and I think that that's the loophole that honestly social media and fashion have with one another and quote-unquote normal people not these supermodels with size 20 waists are all you see all the time you're seeing people that look just like you on social media which I think is helping a lot with 
um, bad body image. Sometimes I'll look at the reviews and see like normal people, not like paid models wearing this. And I'll be like, oh, this still looks cute on like normal people that look more like me. And so I think social media marketing those reviews instead of marketing the model and you having to search for the reviews if you want. Right. And like Katrina said, she looks at the comments and I have complete faith in them because the brands have no control over them. It's the customer's honest opinion and honest review of the product that's totally public. And that gives the brand an incentive to have clothes that do fit everybody and brands that are going to work for more than one specific type of person. And so I do think that individuals will look at that and feel more confident in them in themselves when they see other people explaining that they got it even if they don't quote unquote look the way the models do i also think that when it comes to social media you see one thing for a week and you go and you buy it and you wear it but then three weeks later there's something else that comes up and everyone has to get it right trend cycles used to be for like a whole year now they're weak you also have to keep in mind though that on trend things of course I agree the trend cycles do happen in every different type of style but the fact that with social media you get to see so many different types of styles at least there's a trend cycle that maybe you can identify with more and like more long term because you're not forced to only have one trend cycle like you kind of did before social media it's no longer just, oh, what everybody at my school is wearing. Yeah, I agree. I think now because the trend cycles are so short, so much shorter, and there's so many more of them, it's more flexible. Like before, there was a whole year of what you should wear, what was in style, and like they would be in big chunks. And if you weren't wearing what was in style at that time, it was a little bit weird. But now because of there's so many, it doesn't really matter. So to close off, let's just go back through and think about the true effect of social media on the fashion industry and individuality and explore the factors that we just talked about through this entire podcast. So is it good, bad? What do we speculate might happen as a result of what we've said? I mean, I don't think, I think throughout this whole conversation, what I've kind of realized is that you can't look at it and say good or bad because like so many things, it's offered people a platform to share their voice and look at other people's voice and get inspired. But it's also a place where people can go and kind of fold into themselves and just feel like they are not an individual. Regardless of good or bad, we can agree that everything is more widespread now. Like everything is more, everyone's involved, inclusive, like very readily available now. And whether that's good or bad, it's it's available to more people. So I think it's just, you have to be mindful about the hidden things that you're not noticing within social media and especially within the fashion industry and everything. Right, I think that as long as you're aware of what's playing into what you're seeing online, you're aware of people getting paid for what they're posting, you're aware that you're probably seeing things targeted for you based on your history, and you're aware that things are going to go in and out, and you have all these factors playing into what you think might be the natural thing, you can definitely get through social media with more of a clear head. Yeah, and while it's important to acknowledge social media is changing the way you dress and the way you think, like you don't need to change your actions. As long as you recognize that social media is changing your mindset, 
then just wear what makes you happy. Exactly, Katrina. I could not have said it better myself. So that's all we have for today. Thank you so much for staying with us. Thank you, Hallie, for talking to us. And can't wait to see you guys next time. Bye, Bye fashionistas. fashionistas.